Sorry. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> okay. A, what? Uh, the Evil G Podcast. Yep. Totally yeah. normal. I was opening a drink. <laughs> it's episode 106. No, no. Like... I thought that's what the bear was about. The fizz got up your nose. <laughs> yeah, the ring pole got under my fingernail. Oh, that's worse. <laughs> oh, and it did that thing where it feels like your fingernail's gonna come off. Yes. Yep, I hate that. Oh what, god. Now, now, the worst thing is, I have a fucking drink in front of me now, and I'm terrified to open it because the same thing might happen to me now. Go. Although, do it live on I, air. I, I have chubby fingers, so I can actually get my wee finger. Ah, there we go. <laughs> god Wait, bless you, my chubby fingers. You use your little finger. No. Oh, right. So I, can, a, I sort of press. I press down on the can so then my finger goes under the ring pull. I don't uh, like lifting it with my nail. I don't like doing that. I don't put that much thought into it, to be honest. <laughs> See, I had that happen to me when I was like a kid and it put the fear of God on me ever since. So it's like, nope, from now on, when I'm opening a can, I press down and put my finger under the ring pull. So there you go. Top tip. I like what episode is it? It's 117. <laughs> My name's okay. Colin. His name's Stu. Hello. Uh, we hope you enjoyed your uh, how to open a can of drink fucking uh, top tip. Or how not to, in this case. <laughs> how not to. Damn, you would have died. Took a drink to you, said that, you bastard. Ah. We're here to talk about games and wrestling. Yes. And not just fizzy drinks. <laughs> uh, um, you play anything new this week? Oh. Did I? Oh. Well, I got I played Starfield. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. It's been a week. It's been a week. That's right. Yeah, I didn't get to play it last time. Because it hadn't come out yet. It was coming out at midnight so, when we were recording. Technically. Could have played it, oh. but could have. Um Yeah, so I got stuck into that. I have played 20-ish hours which is probably not a lot in terms of how big and how much stuff is in the game but yeah uh, first thing I will say this is a Bethesda game <laughs> but uh, I will say that's what I was expecting anyway was a Bethesda game yeah yeah true um, you know, we were talking about, was it last week we were talking about some people maybe had some very unrealistic expectations, which I wasn't too sure where they were coming from. Yeah. But, uh. That's just people getting stuff into their own head, as we've discussed last week. Mm. Because mm. they hadn't actually sh- they hadn't actually said a lot about this. They had sort of kept it very close to the chest, and they basically give a gameplay video, and then just expected you to go out and enjoy it. But obviously there was all these people in their heads, oh, you're going to be able to do this, this, and this, and I heard this, this, this. So, yeah, there are all these people expecting, like, the greatest thing ever, and when it didn't turn out to be that, they were rather upset. I saw people going crazy over the uh, pronouns, which is okay. a weird thing to lose your mind over. You know, what, what do you mean? Uh, when you're creating your character, you select, you know, are you going to be referred to as he, him, she, her, oh, or okay. they, them? Uh, people are like, get your woke shit out of it. Ah, I'm going to refund this game. And then probably didn't 
refund it. Wait a minute. Doesn't that happen in Street Fighter 6? That happens in every game, I think. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you're creating your character, they, 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 they do that whole thing. But why didn't people blow up about Street Fighter? I bet they did, but we just didn't notice because we don't pay uh, attention to that kind of probably. thing around here. Uh, yeah, true. Because it doesn't bother us. I did not know people were blowing up about that. Hmm. It's it's very silly. But anyway, this game... Uh, so, if you have played a Bethesda game before, you will be in pretty familiar territory. Um, you know, you're, you're starting out on a planet, it, you're working for this mining company, thing happens that makes you be special, then you get whisked into this uh, adventure. Um, so yeah, you, you create your character, you find a weird thing, uh, th- th- this is very Mass Effect, by the way, you find this uh, metal artifact relic thing um and then you you have a vision as you flying through space uh and everyone's like oh what happened there uh, and you're like oh, i don't know i saw something and then a guy comes in and it's like hey you saw that thing too you should go talk to these constellation folks here take my ship and off you go mm. <laughs> um you can play first person third person a lot of shooting um they have brought things into it like uh like backgrounds uh that we've seen in, in some RPGs now. I'm pretty sure this this stuff was in Fallout before where you you pick like a a background for your character is like so I picked a neon street rat. So neon's like the big cyberpunky city. Um uh, of so, course. so you were born there and you lived on this you you were a street rat, uh do surviving on the streets and then um not i'll give you some dialogue options and whatnot and um i think it gives you some the the, the different uh origins give you some other things depend on on what uh what you pick and you also get to pick these traits uh which is another thing from fallout um where they'll give you some sort of extra advantage, but they also come with like a trade-off. Mm. Uh, so one of the ones I picked, for example, is Wanted. So and it gives you extra damage when you're low in health, but also periodically, just randomly, you will get attacked by mercenaries trying to claim a bounty that's on your head. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, those, those things are, are usually fun. Like there, there's one where... Um, I think it's called Dream Home, where you get the like a nice big house on one of the planets, uh, but you also have to pay a mortgage. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, like so you're you're going out and you're the the main story is you're tracking down these artifacts and minor spoiler, you get to a point where you get uh powers, uh, which is they kind of work like I know you've never played Skyrim, have you? No. When Skyrim, you had the uh, shouts, which were like dragon powers. Oh yeah, I know of those. Oh yeah, yeah. So you would find temples, and you get new ones, and you you can equip one, um, and you collect other ones from other temples. And this is the same in this one. You get the initial one, which is like an anti gravity sort of thing that you create that makes everything float. Um, but then you can go around different temples and and collect other ones. 
the shooting in it is fine. No vats in this, like in, in Fallout, where you can stop the action and, you know, pick a mm. body part and shoot. But, uh, um, like, it, it, the same, you're not going to get, like, really top tier first person shooting here. Um, but it does the job. Yeah, feels fine. Yeah, yeah, it it doesn't feel horrible. I will say like it feels a lot better than Fallout Four, which was really kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, people basically says you had to use the vats in that because it was so bad. Mm. But um, that's why the vats was there, so they could sort of go, "Oh, if you don't like doing a first person shooter, you could use our slowdown system because we're not very good at making first person shooters." Yeah, uh, you can also go a melee build as well and use swords, but you're flying oh, nice. about space, so why would you be? Who uses swords in space? I haven't, come, <laughs> haven't come across uh, any uh, laser swords, though. All oh, right, okay. Mm. There's bound to be one in there, though. Bound to be. Um, every, every space game has some type of uh, laser sword. So, in the world of uh, Starfield, basically, humans have left Earth and gone out and colonized all planets uh, in, in the Milky Way and different solar systems and that. Uh, and you're you're free just to travel between them. Um, now, in theory, you could take your spaceship and fly it to a planet, um, but that would take you a very long time. And this is a thing I saw people complain about: is like when you're in your spaceship, it's a lot of you're just using menus, like say, "Oh, land on this planet, select land, and, and it lands." And, but you can land anywhere on the planet and take a look around. You might not find very much, but um, you will be able to. Each planet has like a, uh, you can survey it. So different planets will have different animals and plants on them and different resources and you scan them. And then once you've scanned an entire planet, you can then sell that survey data. Um, and you also want those, those resources for crafting and that. I thought um, you were about to say you can sell the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like you're, you're finding like uh, we outposts and stuff. Um, it, it's all very sort of, that's all the it's kind of procedurally generated and then you you might find story stuff on that like i have come across where uh there was a a, a pulled up I, I don't know came out of hyperspace next to a planet and then was getting a dis distress call landed on that planet well actually how this started is i came out of hyperspace randomly and then there was this ship healing me i was all like Hey, stay away from this place because the spacers, the spacers are kind of like your raider type, you know, lawless mm. guys running around just causing fucking all sorts of mayhem. Um, and he's like, oh, you might want to stay away from there. There was a distress signal. So I was like, of course, I'm going to go. I'm going to go look at that. Um, and you get this distress signal. You land at the science base and then there's a whole thing um, where you have to save these people from these spacers um but yeah that, that's all very bethesda there's different factions you can join and, and do missions for um that there's a handful of planets that will have like the major settlements on them where you take your missions and uh you can go off and do something that's got nothing to do with the uh the main plot but that's always been the way i find in bethesda games like some of the more interesting stuff isn't the main story. It's like, you know, mm. the Elder School stuff, it's always like the, the Brotherhood, you know, the Assassin's Guild type stuff that was always uh, a favorite of, of mine. 
Um, what else? Oh, the uh, the shipbuilding. So that's uh, I I do like that. I'm fucking awful at it, but uh, everything <laughs> I make looks like a a dick and balls. <laughs> <laughs> for for whatever reason. Um, but it works. You're just snapping pieces together, so you, you get like uh, you know, different bits of spaceship so you'll like oh here's the uh like the cockpit part and then you'll attach that to like a a, a science hub and then there's an engineering section and uh a, a, a section for people to live in and uh you can like build a pretty big fucking you know starship um and then you have to make sure you attach some engines to it because you might want it to go um mm. and the weight of the thing matters you know the more engines you put on the more power you have the heavier you can make the ship uh you put in some cargo bays and um you need a, a like a, a a grab drive so you can grab jump uh you'll need a reactor for power um you can put shields and different weapons and you can do there's just sort of everything just snaps together and you might have you seen some of the stuff people have been able to make seen the guy that made the ship that can't blow up. Oh, I haven't seen this. They basically made like this big cube, but it's like a empty cube. A board cube? <laughs> no, no. Well, I think of a cube, right? But mm-hmm. it's just the outline of the cube. There's no filling. Oh, right. So if he gets shot at, all the missiles and lasers just pass through the cube. <laughs> That's this guy made this, and it was apparently it is massive, but it works and everything. That, that's kind of a step up from laugh. my step up from my cock and balls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I've seen some really nuts ones, uh, like the Bebop Cowboy Bebop, uh, Morgan oh, yeah. Falcon, X Wing, uh, the Planet Express. Oh, nice. Someone that, made a, yeah. a, a very cool-looking Planet Express. I'd fly around in that all day. Um, but yeah, I, um, I... So one of the, the my issues with, with doing that is... So you you land at, at, at sort of the major settlements on different planets. Hmm. And at these different planets, there's, there's like different factions. There's like the United Colonies, and then there that, that is one faction, and part of the spaces where they run things and then there's another part space space run by the free colony or something and they had a war one time and you know things are still kind of sketchy there so you'll get different companies like uh you know spaceship companies that operate in different ports so that changes the parts that you have access to at those ports um mm. and then uh, you you have skills and all that that dictate what you can and can't put on a, a spaceship. Well, it's a spaceship building skill and you need to level that up to be able to use the, the best shit. Um, you can also just buy ships as well. Pre-made ones. There's, there's ones available um, at every port. Um, the skill system as well. There, there's no core stats like in uh, like in a fallout where you would have had um, your special Stat like like that's the an acronym special, uh, which is like strength, perception, so on and so forth. So that there's none of that, but you do 
uh, have like a, a skill tree and you'll have the top tier of the skill tree and there's uh, a number of different skill trees for like physical, social, science, tech, uh, combat. Um, and each each of the, the top tier of these trees will have five skills. And you put four points into the top tier, unlocks the next tier, uh, so on and so forth. Um, and you work your way down those skills. And uh, as far as I've looked, there doesn't seem to be a level cap, so you could just grind out everything if you really wanted to. All right. Um, which is pretty good when, you know, if you're like, oh, what do I do? Where do I go? What do I specialize in? Um, and do it, it all? Yeah. But everything. Uh, it has uh, like a lot of the stuff from Fallout 4 uh, in craft ways of crafting and customization so you can customize guns it's all tied into to skills as well you get a gun uh gunsmithing skill and you can customize the armor and um you know you can make parts for a uh to create a like a a base on a planet and then i think you can set that up so it does like a wee mining thing and sends your ship uh you know more more stuff that you can use to craft more things. Um, and then you, you have the the companions, which I feel like is something that Bethesda's sort of been developing more and more as each game goes on and taking a lot of learnings from what people have done in mods. Well, mm. all this stuff is, is stuff they've, they've really learned from stuff people have modded in. Um, so the, it's probably got the most in-depth companions where... Like it's not on the level of like say Baldur's Gate three, but it, it's more in lines where like you can get them on the you can have a certain amount of them on on your ship. You can assign them to outposts that you've created on planets, um, and you can have one that travels with you, and they'll react to the things you say, though they're like or they're not, and uh, then uh, as they like you more they you'll hear more of their backstory then you'll get missions from them you know personal missions and so on uh you know it goes in in rpgs mm. um but yeah i'm in, enjoying it so far despite you know it it has the usual bethesda problems but it's the smoothest bethesda launch i've ever i've heard um yeah yeah it, it's it I've heard people saying that I get not running great. It runs fine on my PC. I'm getting 60-ish frames. Yeah. Um, but seeing as this is locked to 30 on Xbox, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, yeah. Like, I, I've seen some stuff happen, and it's usually NPCs just doing weird things. Like, I'll be in a cutscene talking to an NPC, and then there'll be another NPC just coming into frame, trying to squeeze past them and just walking into them. Or oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. It's funny as hell looking though. Or someone's like they're poking their head in and staring down the camera at you. <laughs> or I'll get around talking to someone and the companion I have with me is just standing like right next to the person I'm talking to, staring at them, like trying to intimidate them or something. <laughs> um it, it, you do get some funny things from, from stuff like that uh happening. Uh, you you tend to get the odd NPC just starts floating for no apparent reason. Um, <laughs> there was one very handy, uh, not so much a bug, but just like a a Bethesda thing, 
where like the constellation is the group they're the like a group of explorers and that's that you're a member of constellation and you're looking for these artifacts or whatever uh but in their their sort of home base which is this very fancy place because there's you've got like a, a ceo billionaire of some company that's funding you so you got this very nice quarters and all and in the basement of it they've got all their their stuff for crafting and that and they've in a locked glass case they've got one of the best armors in the game and it's <laughs> like a master level lock picking also you'd have to be really good at lock picking to get in there but it being a bethesda game if you angle your cursor just right at the uh where the the door is you can just pull that suit straight through that door <laughs> which i did So the yeah, armor... Why not? <laughs> they are, I just got, like, one of the best armors in the game right at the start. Why? <laughs> Wait. But yeah, I say if you are a fan of Bethesda games, uh, you're going to like this. I would hmm. call it as, like, they've taken, like, a little, little bit of, like, you know, like your free space freelancer type games with the that's the the sort of space sim. It's nowhere near as in death in that one place. It's taking a wee bit of like No Man's Sky exploration-y type but on planets, but it's nowhere near as in depth. And they've mm. applied that to a Bethesda RPG. Um, which is fun, uh, as long as you're not looking for some fucking like like to directly land on planets and stuff like that. Um and yeah, I I've tried to play things like freelancer and different space sims and i always find them kind of boring like going from place to place and this just sort of uh, you pick the place you want to go from menu hit the thing and it goes and that that's fine that works for me because the I, i'm fine doing the combat but the just flying from one place to another i'm not all that interested in so yeah but I mean, yeah, it's not like the most exciting thing to do anyway. Surely yeah. you want to get more about the actual getting down to the nitty gritty and not just mm. flying about. Some people's really into that stuff, and this isn't that game. Sorry, uh, it just isn't. So, uh, if you're expecting that sort of um, space flight semi type stuff, um, the combat as well in in space is fine. Like you can fully fly your ship. Um. But really, all you're going the only reason you're going to be doing that is to dock with like space stations or or ships or uh fight guys when you come out of uh hyperspace or whatever they call it. Uh there there'll be might be some guys to fight. Um mm. yeah. It's pretty good. Hmm. It's good to hear. Now obviously this is not on PlayStation, this is Xbox and PC only. Yeah. Um this apparently runs okay on the deck, so it does. Really? Apparently it runs okay. You will get above 30 on Steam Deck on medium settings. Yeah. That's mad. That's surprising to me, actually. Um. Mm. Um, now, there's boys say, oh, if you drop it down to low and you do this, that, and the other, you can get yourself a good 50 to 60, and it's like, yeah, it's, this is not a game I'm interested in, but I am just shocked that this would even run on a steam deck yeah i i definitely don't think this would be a game for yourself no like, no obviously not um but it's I, I feel like i've made a good wee investment in the damn thing if i'm oh, able to run 
Definitely, uh, I. Definitely able to run games like Starfield and all now. So, well, like I say, I mean, Armored Core runs perfectly on it. But mm. I, I was looking at it, you see, because I know it's obviously on the Game Pass, and you can jerry rig the Game Pass onto the the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. But the more I looked at it, I was like, no, this this seems like a lot of effort for a game I don't think I'm going to enjoy. So, but it's nice to know I could if yeah. I wanted to. You can be a pirate. You yeah, can, see, you can just. It's the like, same. It's, it's, the same thing you told me with the Baldur's Gate as well, because you were like, oh, you could be a psychopath. I was like, oh, Jesus, that sounds fun. And it, won't be, I... it won't be as good as uh, Baldur's Gate. Right. Whereas Baldur's Gate is like, uh, what, story, story, vital uh, characters? Uh, nah, just kill anyone you want. Doesn't matter. If they're in your party, you can kill them. Um, ah, whereas, whereas Bethesda, uh, so. Yeah, it still has plot armor. There's guys you cannot kill. Ah, okay. Because it'll fuck up um, quest lines. Baldur's Gate does not give two shits about that. <laughs> Fair dues. Um, what did you play, I if anything? I haven't been playing anything new, um, but I have been putting more time into Armored Core. And the more I put into it, the better it gets. Well, that's good to hear. It's just getting better. There was a big patch for it yesterday. Some of the early bosses were toned down a bit. Uh, I can't believe they waited to do that after I'd beat them. That's at, least you, at least you can be all, all like, I beat that guy pre-patch. Yeah, I beat him fucking pre-patch. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like beating uh, Melina, Melania yep. Mila, pre-patch. It's yep. like, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, They've done this big patch for it, and then apparently there's a huge big update they're planning for the PvP stuff as well. I've only mucked around with that a, a couple of times. Um, like I said, there's no point going in until maybe I think you've finished the game, because yeah, boys have got all these... Ah, these boys have mad weapons, and then I'm looking at these going, well, if you get those in the game, you're going to fucking body anything, like, whatever. But... Yeah, the more time I've put into it, the better it's got. I've been able to understand how things work a wee bit better in regards to the... I never knew what it stood for, but there was this thing called the EN meter. Never could work it out. Now I've finally worked it out, so now I'm able to even put more weapons onto myself, which is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted to do, more weapons. So, yep. Uh, but I did actually build myself a, um, a high-speed uh, melee thing. Yeah, like mm. a melee build because you, you can just keep buying parts and then change them out as you fancy so um i give myself they're called uh, spring chicken legs so okay that's that's actually what they're literally called uh spring chicken um but i literally have this massive big jump so i can like leap pretty much across any fucking map and then just come in with my like laser sword um which is pretty cool so you like come absolutely flying at boys and they like, don't have really time to react and stuff um but yeah, it's just more time put into that. It's been good fun. Really, really enjoying that. So, but obviously next week I'll have a new game to talk about. Oh, MK. I will be talking MK. Looking very much looking forward to that. They they done their launch trailer today and they revealed a few more people. Oh, who have we got? Do you remember Rico from Not the 3D at all. games? Not at all. I can't remember if he was Deception or Deadly Alliance. Um, do you remember the vampire doll? Yes, Natara. You see what they've done with her, though? No, it's Megan Fox. Oh, voicing and likeness. Is she better than Ronda Rousey? That's a uh, low bar. 
It's the... I would say um, if this was a high jump competition, she touched the bar and it wobbled, but she just Ooh. made it over. <laughs> uh, I heard a couple of her lines and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And the worst thing is the interview's pure cringe as well. Like, I guarantee Megan Fox uh, has never played a fucking game of MK in her life and then she's on about how important it was there growing up and all. It's like... I mean, you, you, you never, you never know. Oh, you do. Oh, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but they all have to say that. Yeah, true. I mean, if if she give as much fuck as she says, then she would actually put some goddamn effort into Natara. Maybe um, she she's like a really big MK fan, but she hates the 3D games. <laughs> Maybe that's what she wanted to be Melina so much. <laughs> that would it, yeah. Uh, th- that would have been a better fit for her, I think. Well, no, the yeah. actual vampire woman is probably the best casting for her if you're going to cast her as something. But Because yeah. uh, she basically well, is a vampire lady in real life. Yes. <laughs> She's married um, to Machine Gun Kelly. What's that all about? <laughs> who the fuck is that? Shitty rapper uh, who then sort of pivoted into shitty pump, punk pop. Pop punk. To say, what the fuck type of name's that? Partly, he spits lines like a machine gun. Uh huh. How many he did? I think he did song with John Cena on WrestleMania or something. Just pish, pish. Oh dear. Uh, who else did? Uh, I think that's pretty much the whole cast. So there's 24 people on launch. Um, it's not too bad. 24. No uh, Devora. That nope. No, no Devora. You're right. No Devora. Fuck you, Apun. I'm turning <laughs> into the Molina fans today. <laughs> um, I'm gonna get a Twitter account just so I can tweet at him. <laughs> just call the Twitter account. Fuck you, Apun. <laughs> um, there was a couple of people I was surprised because um, Devora obviously made it two games in a row, so I yeah. thought she was a bit of a fan favorite. Uh, Aaron Black. He made it two games in a row. I thought I had been back. Remember the cowboy mm. guy? Um, and there was one other one I was kind of surprised at. Uh, I noob Cybot. No noob Cybot. People love noob Cybot. Yeah. Is that all for DLC though, I wonder? Well, obviously, um, we've got Quan Chi, Ermac, and the one that surprised me is Takeda. Huh? Why Takeda? <laughs> Which one's uh, that again? Is that a, that's he was an MKX. Dog? He is Ken, it's Kenshi's son. He had the whips. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> He's Kenshi's son. He had the whips. Um, but yeah, he didn't seem like the biggest fan favorite. He didn't even make it into eleven, where Cassie Cage and Jackie Briggs still continued over. Um, but then they just fired him in for DLC. And I have to admit, I do agree. Devora was a like I play a lot of MK11 and X online, and Devora was one of the ones you were coming up against a lot. Hmm. She was very, very popular. Really fun to play as, that's why. Hmm. But uh, I do like the look, uh, new look of Reptile. Though. Reptile looks fucking class in this. Um, Shang Tsung looks a lot of fun. Um, that guy that from the 3D games, so I seen a gameplay breakdown of him. He actually looks pretty good. That Havoc guy. Yeah, he looks abs- he looks mental. They try and go against because they call him a a grappling zoner. 
That's what they called him. How the fuck does that even work? <laughs> so you just grapple an entire section of the stage or what? Or... <laughs> no idea. I have no idea how it works. But the, the, they were showing you these combos he was doing, this stuff where he was like ripping off parts of his body and chucking them and they were exploding and shit like that. But then if you got close to him, as long as both his arms are still attached, because they will grow back eventually, but as long as he has both his arms, he can then do all these different grapple moves and stuff. So it's almost like he has two styles, depending on what you've done to yourself. Hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, like I say, I'll be able to give you all the, the, the gossip about it next week. Ooh. Look forward to that then. Um, so let's get ourselves into what's been happening this past week in games. Um, mm. Or some of it. Uh, starting from the, with Zelda, which is a game I still have yet to play. I'm holding out for something that we'll, we'll also get to, get to in this news before I play Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. Um, I, I concur. Yeah. So Tears of the Kingdom, they have announced their DLC plans and those plans are, what the fuck do you want more for? Shut up and play the game. <laughs> Basically. Um, so has uh, Zelda ever done DLC on its game? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the the last the one before this did I the, what, Breath of the Wild uh, DLC. Hmm. Oh okay. Uh, it was a motorbike. Wait, mm-hmm. it was a motorbike. Well, that was one of the DLCs. Was a motorbike. Ah, but did they do like proper like expansion stuff? <laughs> Uh, I think they did, I but I don't think it was okay. like proper, like full on story style. I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh. Um, but this was uh, the produ- producer E.G. Aonuma. I probably butchered that uh, interview with Famitsu, and he he was all like, uh, "Not planning to release additional content. I feel like we've already fully explored and exhausted the gameplay possibilities in the in the world." Um. Looking at that game, I don't know what more you could possibly want because just the the shit you can do with that glove and attaching things together and all it's it's just it already is just a big playground sandbox. Yeah. Um, that's not that long out either. No, no. But uh, it's you know they did it last game. People probably would have been expecting it, so mm. you want to get out there and say, nah, you you you've got enough. Um, I wonder. Does that also mean then he's saying, "Ah, oh, we've done everything we can here"? Does that mean that does the next Zelda be something, something a bit different? Hmm. I would believe so. Hmm. So I don't think they've ever done three games in the one Zelda setting, have they? No. The the only uh, is one I can think of is Ocarina, then Majora's Mask, and then these two. These two, yeah. They've usually done something new every time. I mean, uh, mm. with these two games, it kind of fundamentally changed what people expect from a Zelda game. Mm. So it, it's tricky to know where do you go next from here. Because uh, if they go back to the more traditional style, uh, I, I sure you would, you know, disappoint a lot of people. And this this type of game sells really well. So yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3 came out on the PS5. Yes, it did. And uh, it's the best game on PS5, according to 
uh, everybody <laughs> review <laughs> scores. I wonder if it's still so it was sitting at a, a ninety-seven. Um, well, I know our resident Evil G uh, Fat Cat has picked it up and has been playing it. Oh. Yes, he picked it up. I've seen him online playing it. I haven't got a chance to talk to him about what he thinks of it, but um, he has been playing. I think you, you, you did talk him into at that time when we were in London. He seemed very interested in what you were saying you could do in this, so he is he is on board, it seems, now. Mm. i to be honest, it didn't take a lot of <laughs> <It didn't>. arm <laughs> twisting. Hey, you started talking about it, and I just seen the eyes light up, and I was like, yep, this is a cat game. He is He is in for this, so... Oh, it's, it's dropped down to a 96. Oh, Jesus, that, oh, that's terrible. Shite. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that brings it to the same same score as the the PC version. Um, Apparently, it runs fantastically. I, I think it was Digital Foundry who said this is, you're basically playing it on uh, Ultra PC settings. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what I was just going to say. They, they were the ones that were saying it was basically the PC on Ultra, which is damn sweet, like. Yeah. Um, and still runs perfectly smooth 60 as well at that. Yeah. I mean, I know it's not... Like, like it is a very nice-looking game, but mm. I guess isometric sort of RPG, you don't expect to maybe tie it away a bit hard. more. Mm. <clears throat> um... Yeah, so that, that seems to be doing very well for them. The Xbox One is supposed to be later this year because they were all like, uh, it was because Microsoft made that rule of you need to have party on the Series S and Series X. And one of the features of Baldur's Gate 3 is uh, split screen co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they just couldn't get it going, they asked. And I think they, they tweeted about that's what the holdup was. And then... Um, Phil Phil Spencer was like, "Oh no, here we'll we'll talk about it." And it's like, uh, "No, no, Series S doesn't need to have split screen anymore." Yep. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, because yeah, they really want this game on Xbox. Yeah. Because um, I know that they were also talking about uh, introducing crossplay in between the the systems mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this was originally something that they were wanting to do, but no. just uh, so Due many people. Success. Yeah, it's success, and so many people wanting it. Um, uh, yeah, they're they're gonna try and do mm. some crossplay. Uh, but yeah, you have to have crossplay these days. You really do. Although very. A oh, very quick off segment. Speaking of crossplay, uh, obviously we were playing Texas Chainsaw. They updated that and they took PC people off the crossplay. How come? Too many cheaters. Uh, why did I so even ask? I know. <laughs> Instead of like going right, we'll we'll try and fix the anti-cheat software. They just went right. All PC player are now banned from crossplay, and that I haven't seen any cheating since. Because I did see a we. Because at first I thought I was lagging. I was all, my connection must be really bad if he just teleported into that room. Huh, weird. And then, uh, you know, we seen him teleporting around the map, and I was like, right, this guy is cheating, I think. <laughs> okay. But, but why? Exactly. <laughs> the game has no MMR or nothing. You're literally playing with random Joes every time. It's not like there's, like, a, a ranking system or anything in this, but 
Yeah, so to counter at that, they just went, right, all you PC people are playing together now and no console. Now the PC crowd's going mental at this, obviously, because not everyone's a cheater, but there are more cheaters than I thought there would have been. Um, yeah, so, but yeah. if you're not cheating on on PC now, you now have more of a chance of getting stuck with cheaters. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm really glad, I was so close to buying it in the Steam Deck, and I'm really glad I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just you talking about crossplay. Um, uh, that's that's what made that come into my brain. Sorry, but yeah, they obviously the Baldur's Gate guys were saying that there wasn't something to give too much of a thought about before, but because of the amount of sales success and people just asking for it, they are now seriously considering implementing crossplay into their game. There's no way you'd be able to cheat on that. It's a co-op game as well. Why would you cheat? Ah, uh, you could, but like it's yeah, you're just ruining the game though. I mean, like, the game is primarily about the story. Yeah, yeah. So but it's the whole kinda... point of you rolling the dice and something not going your way just changes things up, and that's the whole point of it. If you put in a cheat where every dice roll was perfect, the game would be pretty goddamn boring. Yeah, and you can save scum anyway, so... Yeah. Unless you want to save yourself the bother of reloading if you're going to do that. Yeah. You do save scum sometimes. 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 Sometimes you just get frustrated with the dice. Fuck you, man. Is that my card just supposed to be the like best in the world at this thing and they just fucked it up? What are you doing? What's going on? Oh, dear. Class. Uh, Andrew Wilson, the CEO of Electronic Arts, who I believe is some sort of robot man from the future, Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing some some interview at some Goldman Sachs thing. This is so fucking stupid. Um, mostly Golden talking about Goldman Sachs. A Goldman Sachs, yeah, Sorry. the you know the banking. So yep. Uh, cu- oh, what is this? Communi- Communicopia and Technology Conference. Um, right. He was uh, talking up Respawn and patting himself on the back for buying them. Right. <laughs> Basically. But also said uh, there was some very exciting projects in development at Respawn. But didn't say what they were. But didn't say what they were. Um, mm. I guess we'll just start going, oh, did Titanfall 3? Uh, probably <laughs> not, though. Probably, probably not. not. Probably DLC for Apex, not that. Exciting new battle passes. Yep, exciting new battle passes. That's exactly what that man was talking about. Um, I'm thinking that they're they're probably going to make a third uh one of those. Oh Star yeah, they do Wars the Star Wars. Games. Yeah, they do those. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, you've done two. You yeah. can't. You're not Valve. You're yeah. gonna do, you're gonna do a third one. Apparently, that got a patch and fixed all the problems, as well. All right. Um, it's about it, uh, wild performance issues just everywhere now. It's on on PS5. It's like running a solid sixty, and they're gonna release it on PS4, which is nuts. Jeez. <laughs> but you, there's not only are we like bringing. you know games from previous generation forward. Was like, oh, we'll go back and release this there as well. Hmm. So obviously they were working on it, trying to get it running better, and went, 
uh, whatever we've done, this would work on a PS4 now. It's like, well, get it out on that PS4. Another wee segue very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that there's been early physical copies of M- MK1 released somehow. We don't know. Um, apparently it runs like absolute dog shit on the Switch. <laughs> oh, that surprises no one. Why did they even do it? I don't know. It's a lot of people own a Switch, and that's that's it. Need. Apparently, because I thought I honestly believed they were going to do like a streaming thing with it, but no. Apparently, they did do work there, and it is all. I won't say it works. It is on the Switch, but you're lucky. And was it guy was saying he was lucky if he was getting between twenty to twenty five frames. Hmm. On an MK game, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, that would not be fun. <laughs> that would not be fun to play. No, it wouldn't be. Especially if you paid 70 fucking quid for it. Oh, shit. I mean, you'd be getting a refund there. <laughs> uh, oh. Skull and Bones is a part of the game. Hi, hi. When was this first announced? 2018? It's no, become that, like uh, this. A joke? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's become almost like this <laughs> mythical creature. Actually, 2018 was when this was supposed to come out. Uh, oh, it was meant to come out in 2018. Yeah. So it's only five years late. Yeah. So if you're unfamiliar, this is uh, Ubisoft looking at people really enjoying Assassin's Creed Black Flag, completely misunderstanding what anyone liked about Black Flag and trying to make a just a pirate game. Oh, I thought they were just trying to rip off Sea of Thieves. Yeah, well, maybe. Uh, probably a bit as well. Okay. Uh, but it's like, let's just take the ship combat and that's it. Uh, it could as far as I so can see. long delayed if it's something they technically already kind of made as well. So I think uh, this this probably would have been uh, canned if not mm. for the point where they took a a grant from the Singapore government because it's uh, Ubisoft Singapore that is developing it. Um, and because they took that grant, uh, they, they, have to they, they have to do it now. Um, so the... The news here is it has uh, the game has lost its third creative director. <laughs> so Ooh, this is gonna be a shambles when this actually comes out. You know what makes it worse? What it's a that? it's a live service game. Fuck. And they're do also you think... Just... <laughs> do think what? I was just gonna say, do you think Ubisoft is trying to outlast? Singapore itself. Maybe they're thinking Singapore will collapse before Skull and Bones is finished and then they don't have to release it because Singapore doesn't exist anymore. Well, it's supposed to come out early next year. Uh, <laughs> and they did do a closed beta last month. Uh, but they're just saying uh, you know, it'll be out before the end of the fiscal year, which is March. Uh, there's no actual solid date. Uh, but you're probably right. This is going to be a nightmare. 
oh, I mean, the, this is like the first game that will be at the $70 price point. Um, so they're probably going to charge you 70 quid for this as well. Oh, shit. So you were saying, I didn't know there was a beta. So I'm actually just looking quickly here at some of the uh, footage uh, from the beta. It does not look very good. Hmm. It doesn't look very good at all. <laughs> this looks Just... like fucking graphically. This looks like fucking Fortnite. <laughs> what the fuck? You're better off just going playing Sea of Thieves. But it's not like Sea of Thieves where you're like you're controlling a dude on a ship. You're just controlling a ship. Oh, is that what's going on? Right. I was wondering, all worse the actual character. Right. It's just no, you're a ship. I think maybe you can walk about wee towns, but you're not actually doing anything. It's like if oh, you're gonna do a pirate RPG, do a fucking pirate RPG. Why is there no pirate RPGs? That is a good question. It's the closest thing we've got then. Sea of Thieves, kind of. Yeah, there's that. Is it that series called Risen? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the budget fucking developer. Yep, yep. Is it? It's an indie series. Yeah. Um, I think it predates the term indie. Yeah, it really does, actually. Yeah, that's a THQ Nordic joint there. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, I'd still probably rather play that than this. Yeah, true. true. Okay, Bethesda, get to work. Your next game is Pirates. <laughs> <clears throat> Forget Elder Scrolls 6. Actually, if we're, if we're going to have uh, someone do a pirate-themed RPG, let Larian do it, and we'll just do the turn-based. Because that'll work for ship battle or, you know, swords or whatever. I, I thought you were going to say CD Projekt Red. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah. Fuck, get Ed, get Ed Boone on the phone. Right, lad, you're going to do something completely different. <laughs> Someone just do a good pirate game. Yeah, that isn't a li- that isn't a live service game. Do the Monkey Islands count? <laughs> no. <laughs> I want almost like Pirate Simulator, something in depth. Yeah. True. Um, some uh, news about the Starfield launch. Um. It's the biggest Xbox game studio's launch day so far. Six million players in its first 24 hours, which is fucking crazy. How big is it, by the way? File size? Uh, 130 gigs. <laughs> oh, I bet you them servers were going mad a couple of days before that came out. I'm guessing that's why they, they did like a really long period of... Uh, pre-install oh so they didn't do the usual 48 hours yeah it was it was i'm pretty sure it was over a week sorry it's 140 gigs on the pc anyway um i did pre-install on the xbox as one to try to see how if i could stand the 30 frames um and i actually then had to reinstall it <laughs> when i went to play it because <laughs> it just kept crashing Jesus. Uh, but yeah, we've got a shit ton of people playing it. It's also doing well in sales, like physical sales. Mm. 
Well, obviously, if you don't have Game Pass, like, like PlayStation, yeah. Oh, wait, it's not on PlayStation. What am I on about? So, huh. If you have an Xbox, uh-huh. not, not everyone has hit Game Pass, I suppose. No, no. But you can get Game Pass on your PC as well, can't you? Yes. So, who the hell's banging it? I know. Uh, I think a lot of people are against the idea of of Game Pass in general. Maybe I right. I can see your point of buying a game if, like, you're worried. Oh, I'll sign up for this, and then the game will leave. But this yeah, is but a first is... party title. It ain't going nowhere. It's as long mm. as there's Game Pass, Starfield will be on it. Mm. Um, but maybe yeah, the... some people wanted to buy it for the sake of supporting the studio, maybe. I mean, I don't know if that supports it anymore. Um, yeah, it was it was the number one selling box title for its release week. Um, uh, obviously, it's not the biggest selling of the year because, you know, we've had Tears of the Kingdom, we've had Resident Evil 4, we've had Final Fantasy 16. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then it is also beat Skyrim's concurrent player record on on Steam. Uh, So the highest Steam ever, or the highest Skyrim ever hit on Steam was uh, 287,411,000. And Starfield did 330,723 people playing Mm. at the same time. Um, but, uh, Xbox is claiming that Starfield had over, uh, a million concurrent players on launch day. Um, is that, which launch day was that? Cause you had multiple. Ah, yeah, true. <laughs> and yeah, that mm. was actual launch day. Yeah. I, I'm going to think that that's the actual day of people aren't paying the extra money to get it. Quote unquote, early access. So, so it's it's doing well. Is mm. <laughs> is the uh, um is the takeaway from that? Got a bright future. Well, Does that have a season pass with its um? Like yes, fancy edition. So there's, um, good, there's DLC. There is there there, there, there will be DLC. They always do DLC. Um, yeah, true. It doesn't specify what they are. It just says add-ons included. Uh, Starfield Premium Edition content. Oh, okay. Um, doesn't get into what that will actually be yet, but going by what Bethesda usually does, it'll be, you know, pretty sizable, I would say. Yeah, they usually do entire new sections and stuff, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do, yeah. yeah. Um, after 25 years, uh, mm-hmm. Daytona USA 2 is come out on consoles, sort of. Well, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my, I, I can't believe this never came out in consoles. It was supposed previously. to. It was supposed to. Um, yeah. It was supposed to come out on Dreamcast. Yep. Uh, and then it didn't. Uh, but <clears throat> because you know what happened to the, uh, the Dreamcast. Yeah. Uh, so... This is going to be in the new Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. 
Yes. Uh, in the arcade that you basically can go to and play the games. Yeah. So you'll be able to play Daytona USA, except it won't be called Daytona. It'll be called Sega Racing or something. Yeah. Sega Racing Classic 2, uh, because Daytona is a, you know, trademark. Yep. Yep. Um, that means the V song won't be there either. Oh, I just singing the word Daytona. <laughs> do you remember the Rolling Start one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rolling Start. <laughs> <clears throat> Daytona was a fucking cracking game. Yeah. They also have uh, another game that didn't see consoles outside of Japan. Actually, the uh, not did come out in Europe. Uh, Fighting Vipers Two. Okay. I think that was part of some collection or something. Uh, are, you, are you thinking of uh, Fighters Megamix on the Saturn? Which had Fighting Vipers. I do Vipers. remember. Oh, maybe, maybe. Fighting Vipers 2. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe it is Fighting Vipers I'm just thinking of then. Ah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah just looking at the screenshots there. Yep. It did uh, come out on Dreamcast here, though. Um, you can pick that up for seventy-five pounds. <laughs> no thanks. That would have been right at the end of the Dreamcast's life. It doesn't even give a date for EU. It just says two thousand and one. It can't give an actual date when it was released. <laughs> just somewhere. Like that. It's it's somewhere out there. Good luck finding it. Well, you'll be able to play it. Um. Yep. Go into arcade and like a dragon and play it for about five minutes and then never look at it again. <laughs> Which is usually <laughs> the way things go. Yep. Uh, so Nintendo, um, apparently at Gamescom, some people have been saying that Nintendo was demoing a Switch 2. Mm-hmm. Obviously not to us plebs in the public. <laughs> No, no. To bigwigs behind closed doors. Um, I think this was shown to, like, developers or something? I don't know. Um, yes. The bigwigs behind closed doors, they were showing <clears throat> off what this, what they believe it's going to be capable of. I think... I don't know if they actually had a, a, a fully built one or someone was saying they had, like, a, a small computer... That was basically going. This is what a, a Switch Two will be capable of, and quote unquote Switch Two. God mm. only knows what they're going to call it. Like, if they're smart, they'll call they it the Switch Two. Could, yeah, <laughs> they were showing it basically running um, games that the PS Five and the Series X can run. So what so I'm what I'm was... seeing what I'm seeing on uh, Video Games Chronicle is the. They were running Breath of the Wild at a higher frame rate and resolution. Ah. Um, not to say that they're going to release it again, but just to say this is what it can do. And there's there was someone else telling them that they were running that. You know the, the Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine 5 tech demo? What it was, I was trying to think of. that There was a tech demo, the Matrix one. Apparently running that. Yeah, that, that was... Uh, one of the early things put out on the PS5 and, and Series X to, to show, you know, look what 
look what this can do because you know no one was making yep. games. Um. So this is apparently coming out next year, mm-hmm. and it's pro- it's probably a, a bite time. There's there's well, been... <laughs> what. <laughs> I was just gonna say the Wii Switch has done itself grand, like for how oh long yeah it's yeah, but like Mortal Kombat one, twenty frames a second. Come on, the fuck. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I didn't think you know the Switch would be interested in things like Mortal Kombat. I thought it'd be more into the Street Fighter side, but then there's no way a Switch is running Street Fighter Six either. No fucking no. chance in hell. No. Um, but yeah, I think I was a bit surprised to see them even releasing it on the Switch. But hearing that, you're like. Don't get me wrong, when they release an, uh, uh, a first-party game, the likes of your Zeldas and your Marios, they all run perfect on the Switch. But the moment it's a third-party game, unless you're id, I don't know how the fuck they do it, but that's something different. But um, I have that one. I remember play, I was telling you about that Sinking City one I played. The sort yeah. of weird horror thing. Yeah. I honestly thought the game was always supposed to be like the Switch version, and then I seen it running on a PS5 and went, holy fucking shit, that looks like a completely different game. <laughs> I realized I was playing the dog shit version of this game. So, yep. I think maybe it's about time, maybe that there was a new Switch, so third-party people and third-party games can actually run the way they're supposed to run. Yeah, if you're, unless you're looking to play things while moving around um i don't know why you would buy a game on the switch unless you have like had no other yeah, choice if it was only on the switch yeah 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 that's a, that's kind of why i bought a switch was for a couple of the first party games um they say that this uh matrix demo was using the uh that inv- dlss uh upscaling uh stuff that nvidia cars use um and it had ray tracing going on. Um, okay. I mean, that's gonna start people going. Oh, they're they're getting they're you know they're going after PS Five and Xbox and in the power department. I, was, I don't think that's true. I I think no. whatever comes out will still you know be comparable to to what a switch was in comparison to a ps4 yeah at the end of the day the 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 whole thing with the switch was you're still able to be able to take it up and take it with you they're not going to release a home console i think nintendo have moved away from that market they know they're on the winner with the switch and the handhelds yeah and i don't think i don't think they want something as bulky as a steam deck no no it's it's mad the size difference in those hey (laughs) <laughs> I picked up my Switch the other day after using the Steam Deck for the last couple of weeks and the, the Switch feels so tiny but then I remember the first time using a Switch going Jesus there's a big fucking handheld here and now it feels <laughs> just compared to the other monstrosity it's it's. Uh, yeah, imagine you held a Game Boy Color <laughs> I had a Game Boy Color I don't know where it is eh, poor Game Boy Color I'm pretty sure like uh, that's a Game Boy Advance knocking about here somewhere. That's very small as well. Yeah, yeah. 
Because I always remember the difference. Do you remember there was the Game Gear from Sega? Yeah, that was a that, that, big bastard. That could be compared. That actually, that that wouldn't be too far away from a Steam Deck. That was a big bastard and thing. I used to take was it eight batteries, and they would last about half an hour if you were lucky. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't great. No, it was not. It was not portable at all. Um, sort of related to that Switch Two news is that Nintendo have also filed a patent for uh jo- smart fluid joysticks. Hmm. Um, which will use magnet, ma- magnet, or he or <laughs> why did I even try and say that? What special magnetic liquid? Oh, okay, right, right, <laughs> that right, right. can change in v- viscosity depending on the intensity of a magnetic field. Uh, so which means it would give more resistance as uh. Uh, as a you know magnetic field uh increases um thinking this might be to get around uh stick drift yeah uh, i mean you've got hall effect sensors already uh that you know aren't used in controllers for for reasons completely beyond me yep um but yeah the like I'm not sure if this could do other things like resistance. Yeah, is this going to be like a new form of haptic feedback? It could be. That was my thinking. It definitely, definitely could be. Um, but as an added effect, it, it would, uh, you know, eliminate stick drift, which I would imagine Nintendo really wants to do this thing since. Uh, they probably had to replace a shit ton of Joy-Cons. That was one of their biggest problems, eh? Did you get any of that? No, touch wood. Touch wood. Now, I've I've got a light, so if I get stick drift, I'm in trouble. Oh, yeah. So I think Uh, they they will, they they have to replace. um, Well, they have to repair all Joy-Con controllers. I'm not sure what happens if you're rocking a light. I guess they have mm. to repair the whole thing. Um, mm. But yeah, it, it would be good if we can uh, stop having stick drift um, and if people would just, just use Hall Effect sticks instead, which have been around since the goddamn Dreamcast. Yep. Which has Hall Effect, a Hall Effect stick. You never, <laughs> ever, ever got stick drift on a Dreamcast. No, no. I remember the first time getting stick drift and wondering what the hell was going on. <laughs> Man, I had the the weird fucking I don't know what was going on. It's the PS5 controller where I was hitting the trigger and it was somehow activating the right stick. Yeah, which is great, remember, great when you're trying to aim at things. Do you remember when uh, my PS4 controller, I was pushing forward on my stick <laughs> and my character would run backwards? That's right. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> me and you trying to play Apex and me trying to catch up with you and big fucking Gibraltar running backwards instead. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, had to, I had to run basically everywhere backwards. It probably looked cool as fuck if you were watching us, though. You're thinking, geez, them boys are running back to back class. Eh? And it's like, no, I just I can't all, run any other way. All fucking tactical. <laughs> nope. 
That is not our style. <laughs> we are the dad's army of video games. Uh, finishing up here with game shit. Uh, we talked about Embracer Group just shutting uh, Volition last week. Mm. Uh, and now, apparently they are considering selling Gearbox. Uh, who they bought. Yes. Uh, and did nothing with. <laughs> and did nothing with. I know they want to sell them. Um... Apparently the uh, who is this Gearbox chief communications after officer Dan Hewitt um, has said that there were many possible outcomes if the studio goes on sale. Um, like it could go independent again. Uh, mm. If they're able to do that, that would be grand, I suppose. But uh, th- this whole Embracer thing has been a massive fuck-up. Yeah, it really has. Like, that, that Saudi money just went away, and they're like, nope, oh shit, we can't afford any of this anymore. And <laughs> uh, they got a lot of Square Enix shit. Yep. A lot of it. They have Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. Auto news, what's gonna happen? Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, Tomb Raider, someone will always want Tomb Raider. Deus Ex, not sure. No, I know. Yeah, not sure either. Oh, one of the uh, companion characters in Starfield is voiced by the guy that does Adam Jensen. It's very weird. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever noticed, but he was also in um, Back for Blood if, when we played that. Hmm. Yeah, he was one of the characters in the camp. It's he has such a distinct voice when you hear it coming out of another character. You're just like, eh? wasn't really paying much attention to the characters in that game. True, they were all kind of boring. Um, just to hear the voice, and you're all, <gasps> yeah. It took me a while to, uh, but I know that voice. Who's that? <laughs> Got in the end. Didn't have to look it up. Did he say, I didn't ask for this? <laughs> nah, he has a daughter and he just keeps talking to her. Oh, and okay. I'm giving him a lift to somewhere and like, will you two shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to shoot space pirates. Ah, <laughs> uh, wrestling. Mm. The, the post-CM Punk AEW. This is the yep. first... I guess this is the first full week uh, without him? Yes, it is. No mention of him or nothing. Nah, there wouldn't be. No. Uh, this is also the uh, post All Out Fall Out, I guess. Yep. <laughs> and we're all getting ready for Grand Slam, uh, which is just dynamite in New York. And, uh, yeah, they opened up with, uh, Orange Cassidy getting a wee promo. Wee promo being the operative word. <laughs> he's, a, he's a man of few words. It suited him perfectly. Oh, perfect. 100%. People told me to stay home. I'm not doing that. Championship or not. Cassidy will be there every week. Uh, yep. Because I'm freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy and I do not have a catchphrase. I liked when he was leaving though. Mox was coming in for his match. 
And Cassidy sort of stood as if they say, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to sort of go, fuck. I think it was supposed um, to be like a wee sign of respect. Yeah. Just a wee nod to each other. Yep. And then AR Fox got the shit knocked out of him. He did get the shit knocked out of him. <laughs> um, yeah, Mox not wasting any time getting on these defenses. Uh, so nope. he take, takes down AR Fox. Well, that's uh, what he said on his promo when he won. He wanted to somehow... It, I loved the, the promo he did for Cassidy before the match was just amazing. Oh, brilliant, over. Brilliant. But he literally did say he wants to try and be the next Orange Cassidy. He wants to make that... To me, that belt is now higher than the TNT. Oh, it has been for a while, I think. Mm. Um, he also defended on Collision uh, against... Yes. Action Andretti? Ah, yes, it was Action Andretti. Yeah, Mox has been saying for a while he wanted to have a match with him. He really likes him. Real uh, clash of styles there. Yep, yep. But it works. Although it was, it was in Cincinnati, so Action Andretti got no support. <laughs> None whatsoever. <laughs> nope. he, did, he did try to heal it up a wee bit. He did. Um, Hard to do that against Moxo when you're like, you know, not the same size as him or nothing. So you have to just go to some dirty tactics, which Mox is not afraid to do either. So how do you do that? Yeah. I thought the, uh, the Entrada match was pretty good. Fox one oh, it was. was all right. Uh, that was more of just, just like yeah. Mox beating shit out of him. Uh, yeah, I feel like he's getting a wee bit punished. <laughs> You think so? Uh, for his, uh, like, you fucking idiot! You, a week beforehand, and now you tell me. <laughs> um, this whole they seem to be gearing towards this whole, you know, Nick Wayne and and AR Fox. So it's not like he. I think he's still going to be doing stuff. Yeah, because Jaren. No, he's not going. He's not going to be forgotten. He's too good to be forgotten about. Like mm. during that match, we see Nick Wayne watching along. Until Christian Cage comes up. Oh, <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> Watch some of your father's work. He's even worse than I thought. I, I owe you an apology. <laughs> he was worse than I thought. So say uh, hi to your mom for me. <laughs> uh, Christian. Hey. Fucking Jesus. Hey. He's amazing. Um... So a few things on the, the women's stuff. Um, first, at this uh, Statlander defense against Emi Sakura. Jesus Christ. I wish that yep. I had more time. They just went at each other for... Oof. That was some stiff wrestling. Yes. <laughs> Amazing, though. Um, yeah, I, I really in, enjoyed it for what it was. Like, just way too short. Yeah. Uh, we should have got more of that um and then like i'm just lumping all the women's stuff in here because like mm. it is just we're talking about probably 15 minutes max for the all across all three shows mm. um rampage though we are definitely building something between brett and sheeta i like this it's very slow burning and building <laughs> but every week they're doing something in a tag match and every week something just doesn't go right. Yeah, like this 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 week we we had um sort of uh what was it? Someone it was pushed Brit. pushed Brit yeah. into Sheeta. 
Yeah, somebody pushed Britt under Sheeta, and then Britt got the lockjaw immediately, though. And then Sheeta was like, hey, why'd you push me off just to win and shit like that? You're like, this this is this is building into something pretty big. Yeah. Um... And it'll be a good match between them, because they know each other pretty damn well. Yeah, provided they give it, give it the time, and like, yeah, it's a slow, pretty subtle build at the minute. Um, no title involved either. I like that. Yeah, Just will do it people stay feel- like that though? Is the question. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, they like even we've got a title defense from Soraya, Soraya coming up. A grand slam and how we're deciding the number one contender is a, a four-way mm. uh which That's is sweet. yeah it's just she don't she don't brit her in that along with nyla and who's the other one tony storm tony storm yeah yeah um, um now normally I... your first defense as a champion normally it is nyla right uh-huh. I don't think they're gonna give Soraya Nyla. So I mean that we, we do have stuff going on with the outcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um so we could end up with Tony Storm taking on Soraya. Yeah. And then whatever happens in that four way with Sheeta and Brit. See, yeah. that's how would let like it might just end up being that four way, oh that's where they fall out and then they have a match and then it's over. Hopefully they they draw it out more. Um, I definitely don't think they'll give uh, Soraya's first defense as Nyla because I don't think anyone would physically believe that Soraya could beat Nyla Rose. I don't physically believe Soraya could beat anyone. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But out of the four of them, you, you know, you're definitely looking and going, "I'm pretty sure Nyla has eaten meals bigger than Soraya." Like, mm. and that's the thing to put for Nyla to put people over. You have to do like a big. She always, she always does the thing where it's like, oh, you do a big move on me and I can't get up. I don't think Soraya's even been... There's no way she's even lifting Nyla 4 or something big. Yeah, I don't know. Physically, she, I've never seen her do anything that impressive. I don't think we'll see it anyway. No. Um, The other women's match was Statlander again defending against Robin Renegade. Yes. Um... Because she's doing the everyone's doing open challenges these days. Yep. It's the Apart cool thing. Max. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, and I'm Christian. Christian. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Christian, uh, you're you have to work your ass off to get a shot with him, and then you get murdered. Uh, they they had a decent wee match. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the I think this this match got the most time out of the others. Yeah, it did. Um. We start on your winning, but then we have what happens afterwards. The um, Renegade's sisters start a beatdown, and Jade's back. At first, you thought maybe she's been working on herself. You know, maybe she could do something new here. You know, maybe maybe it's not as bad as we all remember. And with the but then being in the ring ten seconds, you suddenly go, "Ah, oh, shit! That's right, you're rubbish, and you haven't fucking improved." Yeah. In fact, you nearly just killed someone. Great job. Yeah, she does that big boot to one of the renegades and nearly falls. Um, yep. Choke slam looked alright, I guess. 
if you fuck up a choke slam, you're an idiot. Like <laughs> it's it's all the other person doing the work. Like, uh, she got a big reaction though. Yeah, still I don't get that. Yeah. Um, she wasn't there to save Statlander though, even though she did, and then Statlander gets up and then she does her the the jaded and poses mm-hmm. with the TBS title. I guess Statlander's just gonna have, have to fuck her up twice. I hope so. <laughs> God damn it, don't you give that belt back to her. Yeah. Don't want that. Um also the Jericho and Sammy stuff developing. Uh they they had their their tag match as lay sex gods against uh Aussie Open. Yep. <clears throat> and they win that. Um with it's, a wee bit of collision here and there. Yeah, yeah. Uh Jericho sort of steals the win. Mm. Which makes Guevara go, what the fuck? And so they win, then they have a bit of a pushing. Um and security comes out. A bit of re- overreaction if you ask me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and then uh was it on Rampage then we get Sammy? Had to be trouble. Yeah, Sammy comes out um uh and basically Jericho is on commentary, gets up and they go, Oh, we need to have a match. Let's have a match. We'll have a match at Grand yep. Slam. Someone needs to tell Jericho as well, when he's on commentary, you, you you're allowed to put a shirt on. <laughs> you know <laughs> He's who's Aggie is Daddy Magic. <laughs> Where do, I wonder where this goes. Sammy has to win, right? Yeah, I think it is just Jericho putting Sammy over. Yeah, but uh, will they then... Uh, I can't see them actually getting the tag titles. I don't know. No, but they can have a good wee run, maybe, as you know, a tag team or something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Would that be annoying if they, if, if they were the ones to take the titles off FTR? It's got to be either, well. I don't think it's going to be Santana and Ortiz either, because as far I, as I, I think they're, <laughs> they're about to break up. So, is that what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. I think they're. I don't even think they're about to. I think they are done. From uh, that promo, Santana's been given. He's basically saying, I, "I've got shit to do on my own." Yeah, yeah. Santana had a promo on, on uh, was that dynamite or was that collision? Was, that was collision. Was it collision? Or? Um, yeah, as you said, he said he had to do stuff on his own, but I, 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 they may as well have a bit of a feud with it on the on the way out. Mm. It'd be the first time them two have ever feuded against each other. That'd be weird. Could be good though. Could be very good. Um, Santana's fucking massive though. That's crazy how big he's got. Um, but yeah, if I want anyone to finally beat FTR, to me it's gotta be best friends. Them boys deserve a fucking title run. They do. That'd be my number one pick as well. Yeah. But seeing that Santana and Ortiz aren't gonna be a tag team, because they would have been my pick, it's gotta be best friends then. Austin and Colton are definitely gonna get an overshot at them, I think. Yeah, I think it's leading up to that. Uh, I know they've got um Oh, what are, what are Burr Country called these days? Iron Savages. Yes, they're up against them too on this week's collision. They've they're doing the open challenge as well. Yep. <laughs> and that's who we got is uh, the Iron Savages. 
Although that'll be fun. It should be, eh? Fucking, uh, them two are good. I didn't realize how funny them two could be. Oh, so they're doing the fucking, what are they called? The sauce. Sauce, eh? (laughs) Bulking up. Doing the bulk up. Um, where, what else? Oh, yeah, we had MJF and uh, Joe had a promo face to face. Brilliant, hey. This was very good. Um, a light Joe. Um, what is he? He kept asking him. Uh, what's your problem, kid? Yeah, what's your problem, <laughs> kid? And then MJF would go on and start calling him fat and all. It's like, I repeat once again, what's your problem, kid? Just <laughs> yeah, don't give a fuck about uh, any of the insults. Um, yeah, really like that. Yep. Uh, MJF does his thing with his... Uh, Telling a story. Um, I completely forgot about the the security shit. Oh, him being doing the security stuff on for for NXT for Joe. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, this all makes sense now." He always seems to have a story for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> he's obviously been around quite a bit, and there's quite a few people have you know annoyed him, and now it's time to get his own book. <laughs> Like, but, like MJF says, he knocked Regal's ass out and said to back to NXT where he belongs. <laughs> He'll do the same thing to Joe. That might be a bit harder. Yep. <laughs> um. So, obviously, we had our uh, that we had the the fucking the thing between the two. I loved. Uh, fucking MJF bringing up the ice cream truck and Joe's all the last time I had anything to do with an ice cream truck I was being the biggest star on the other company's network <laughs> <laughs> you're like ah oh, yeah <laughs> yeah I know you, you like the uh, the nods to uh, <laughs> to Twisted Metal oh yeah loved it um yeah then uh, the Joe does the does the whole thing uh, after you out the ropes. It's like ah, I'm JF. This whole face thing is going to your head because you went and did it, and Joe kicked the rope and yep. beat the shit out of him. Yes, he did. MJF does a wee low blow of his own, and then he makes the biggest mistake ever. You'd never run at Joe when he's in the corner. <laughs> never. No, you're getting there and argued. <laughs> you just get laughed um, and then he gets saved by uh, Cole because Joe's about to go for a muscle buster. <laughs> yeah. Now we have Roderick Strong coming out just to shout at him a bit before his match. This this is pr- uh, th- we should probably talk about this tournament <laughs> first. Then, um, so I I, I kind of knew this t- these two would be in the final. I'm mm. curious to who actually wins though because both. Our finalist, which is basically it's Samoa Joe and Roderick Strong in the final of this tournament. Some good matches on the way. Yeah, um, there, there's uh, definitely a there's definitely a storyline reason for both to win. Yeah. So, so we, the the matches we got with like Joe and uh, Penta. Well, we had Joe and Jeff to start. Oh yeah, yeah, Joe and Jeff. Sorry, and it was so, Penta and Jay Lethal. Yeah. Penta J was brilliant. Hey, uh, Roderick Strong beats uh, Tramperetta as well. 
Yes. Um, which was a good match. Uh, and Darby had. Who was Darby's opponent? Uh... Was it the kid? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, I do point out in, in Roddick Strong's matches, I love the neck brace off for the match and then back on <laughs> as soon as the match is finished. Neck brace and glasses. <laughs> um, the glasses go on when the match is over. Hey, I just think that that's a nice touch. Them two around the outside as well. They are so good at slabbering. They're uh, fucking the kingdom, brilliant. Mike uh, and uh, Mike Bennett. Who was it they were up against? They were all, oh my God, he's so reckless. He's reckless. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, what other uh, things? I, I guess we should talk about the, the Derby... Uh, his his semi-final match because that was a bit I don't know I thought the match went for too long based on what had happened so yeah. uh, Roderick Strong so like he's what's he calling himself backbreaker expert the, the messiah of the backbreaker yeah <laughs> um, so Darby on his way out he gets attacked by Luchasaurus he yep. slams him into everything um, yep. breaks his back and makes him humble. Then we think, oh, right, uh, is it just going to be a forfeit? Nope, Darby comes out. Um, and then has a 20-minute match. Uh, aye, the match just says, <laughs> shoot Roderick Strong. I know he did, like, uh, Darby Strong. He's gutsy and, you know, yeah. never say die, but um, I think they make, make Roderick Strong look strong. He should have dispatched him a lot easier. Instead of, like, Darby... Yeah. Doing a fucking shit ton of back-based offense, and mm. like he was, he did that thing that dived outside the back first dive, but he didn't sell after doing those moves. No, it's like mm, you should not be selling the back after doing that shit more. I don't know, maybe I'm just being unfair, but no, I do agree though because I thought to myself, all right, this because my brain went, oh, this is actually a cool way to get you know, you know, Darby beat. You know, because fucking Luchasaurus has fucked him up here. And this guy's just going to break his back a couple of times and, you know, that'll be over. And then at one point I was like, this match is going on way too long. And this makes Roderick Strong look like he can't even be yeah. the guy who's half injured. I thought you right. made, would have made Roderick Strong look like much more of a threat where you have Darby drag himself out there. Roderick Strong does a backbreaker, pins him and goes, yep. right, we're done. And like, yep. and it's like beating a star like Darby Allen. It's really quick. Uh, but Darby Allen also has an out because he has an excuse because he literally just got a- attacked and shouldn't have went out there at all. Um, mm-hmm. We also saw AR Fox just splat Nick Wayne <laughs> with, the, with the moonsault. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Uh, by accident, of course. Oh, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, so we think. <laughs> um, so this week, it, yeah, we've got Joe uh, versus Strong. You know, it's either going to be what we've been able to do with Joe and MJF, or we'll take a swing and go Roderick Strong, trying to do what M- or what Adam Cole couldn't. Hmm. Could go either way, I think. I still think it's going to be Joe. I reckon it will be Joe, because they had that big promo and all. Mm. But you will have something to do with Roderick Strong down the line as well, I guess. Yeah. You, you do just have that, that bit of doubt there. Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's probably like there was a couple of promos on Collision. We can. Just... Well, yeah, I thought there was a big one we should talk about. Um, you talking about the Danielson one? Yeah, that was a big that for, for what he announced, like. Yeah. So did did he just announce his impending retirement? He basically did. He basically, he made a promise to his daughter that when she turned seven, he would retire from in ring competition. Mm. She is now six. So he's basically said this is his last year of wrestling. Yeah. And he's going to make it an absolute legendary year. And he literally starts by challenging Zack Sabre Jr. to a match at the Wrestle Dream. Yeah. The match we were supposed to get at the first Forbidden Door. Mm hmm. Um, yep. That's all the build we need for that one. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing. See, rumor is that he's been working backstage now in collision doing booking and shit yes i don't know how true that is i don't i think that's true i think he basically took over punk's duties he couldn't ask for a better man like yeah i know uh, trade it up uh, <laughs> 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 an and a half. um but yeah he'll probably fair play him for actually because i know there's some people struggle to retire um but obviously, he's uh, made so, the promise to his daughter. Sea Sting. Ah, uh, Sea Sting. Um, but, ah, fair play to him. I mean, he's definitely turned my opinion of him around since joining AEW. So, his last uh, year should be a, a cracker. Like, I think there's there's no doubt this. He goes down as talked about in the same sentences as Ric Flair, mm-hmm. as Bret Hart. He's that mm-hmm. fucking good. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, I know. Th- it's so good if, if he's going to go, right, here's where, here's where I'm hanging it up. I've got a year to, like, just amaze everyone. I'm going to go out with my best year in wrestling. And that would be really fitting for him, especially, you know, we had the, the premature retirement. Um, mm. And then he gets a chance to, like, just show everyone what, fucking professional wrestling is and then be like right boys follow that he's (laughs) he's gonna just do a year of dream matches like yeah yeah and i'm I'm do you know what he'll have have to do he will have to rerun the okada match yeah uh i think so um i'll have to get that as it was supposed to be i'm betting that was always the plan in a way i don't think we'd end one match with those two hmm um, Ricky Starks came out here, uh, and we had a, a, pre- was, was it in the same show we did the, the pre-tape with him talking about breadcrumbs and all? Yes, yes. And then he comes out here, um, and talks some shit. He does say bread comes. He does. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you're all hyped up. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it tells Danielson that he wasn't done yet. Um, and Danielson actually offers him, or looks like he's about to offer him a Blackpool Combat Club T-shirt. Yes, because he says he was impressed with him because he didn't tap or anything like that. Hmm. And Ricky Starks, he decides he doesn't want the fucking T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. So like, well, big big said. Bill first attacks, then oh, Ricky yeah. Stark pushes Big Bill away but only so he can hit him instead. Yep. And then Mox comes in and poor old Mox gets flattened. <laughs> yeah. And that that uh, 
gets us on a, his next opponent for the inter, almost said intercontinental international championship. Yep. Uh, Big Bill. Big Bill. Well, he was Big backstage. Bill. He was backstage, and someone interrupted him. Who interrupted Big Bill backstage, and for what reason? Um, you, you remember that though, don't you? On this collision. Yeah, he was talking backstage about how he just laid out Mox and all this here, and then somebody interrupted him. I think it, no, it wasn't Gun Club, was it? I cannot remember. I um, it mustn't have been important. Yeah, Big Bill. Lucha Brothers. Oh, it was the Lucha Brothers, because that's right, Phoenix, Phoenix has first dibs on Mox. Yeah. Well, he doesn't, though, because it's Bill that's got the match. <laughs> Yep, but Phoenix is all, I want the fucking match. <laughs> um, um, another promo we had was the Hangman promo. Oh, Giovanni with... basically asking him about, you know, what's next for him and all that there. And then Swerve comes out and basically says, you're an entitled prick. <laughs> yeah, he's basically like, you've got this spot. If you don't want it, I'll fucking take it. Yep. You... Um... Hanger goes to walk away, and then he slavers about his wife and son, and Hanger's all, ah, fuck this, and then he gets laid out by Cage. Looks like we're going to get Hangman versus Swerve, which will be a great match. It'll be a fantastic match. But we get Hangman Cage first, which will be good. Um, so how familiar are you with, uh, with Miro's wife? CJ Perry? A tiny bit. When she didn't get her no. promo. It wasn't bad. I thought it was really good. I wasn't too sure. Uh, hmm. Probably because I don't know her all that well. But did she sound like she was going to get in the ring? No. So she, she finished by saying I was one of the coldest manager in wrestling. And she's going to... Maybe it's time she does it again. Mm. Right, so she's going to manage Miro? Mm, no, it doesn't look like it. I think she's going to manage someone else and feud coldest with Miro. Man wrestler. No, I think she referred to herself as the, the coldest manager. Oh, the coldest. Sorry, I thought you said coldest. I managed the coldest man in wrestling. Yeah. I thought you said, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, like, you know, Hobbs? Is she going to manage Hobbs? Oh, fuck. Uh, hmm. That'll be interesting. Um, another weird thing that happened was so we had a on collision as well match where it was uh, Bullet Club, uh, the Guns, Juice Robinson taking on uh, a team of Luchadors, Aerostar, uh, Dios, <laughs> Dios del Inframundo. <laughs> It was it was Drago. Also, <laughs> oh, that's Drago and uh, Gravity. Um, we just randomly got An- Andrade Elidolo. Yes, watching backstage. Yes, but why? Who knows? Mm. They seemed interested in the Luchadors. Was it the Luchadors or was it the Bullet Club? Well, he looked happy, and then he looked angry at the end. So I thought he was angry that the Bullet Club won. It's hard to tell with Andrade, though. <laughs> She's out there pulling faces. 
it's good to see him again though, because I thought oh, I was like, oh Jesus, don't tell me he's done again after the House of Black stuff. So, so is he really not anything to do with LFI then? Not yet, anyway. We haven't heard from them boys in a while. <laughs> well, you've been tortured. Yeah. Well, we had the promo where, uh, with the the pre-tape stuff with Roosh being like. They're coming to take over and take the titles. Yep. Not sure which titles, but some titles. Maybe the trios. Mm. I don't know. Um, I think that's it. Mm. I think that was all of the wrestling. Yeah, I'm trying to, I can't think of anything else that stands out in my mm. mind anyway. Jade's back. Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> On the bright side in WWE, Nia Jax is back. Right. Is that good or bad? <laughs> that's bad. Oh, you don't okay. know who you don't know who Nia Jax is? Oh, that's the person who always injures people, isn't it? Yeah. Well that yeah, and yeah. she's terrible. Alright, okay. Like, oh, man. Terrible and injured people. Terrible and unsafe. It's a great combination. Sounds like you just described Jade. <laughs> I don't think Jade has actually hurt anyone yet, though. She near fucking killed that doll on Saturday. <laughs> that was uh, shocking. She, she didn't, like, explode the nose of the top woman star in the company. All right, not yet. No, that's, that's Sheeta's job, actually, though. <laughs> not top woman star. I mean top star, period, because this was Becky Lynch at the height of her right. Becky Lynchness. All right. And she was like, I'm going to splatter your fucking nose across your face. But like, well, to be fair, when she did on it, the Brit, it made Brit. So you know, when she did uh, on it, it's a good thing. <laughs> it did, uh, it did help Becky Lynch as well. But it was oh, way, wor- it was way worse than um, what she did. did. All right. But that's gonna do us for another podcast. We're gonna go. Yep. Planets to be explored. Yep. She's gonna look at pictures of MK and just be like, soon. One week to go. <laughs> Well, we'll see you again next week. Well, we won't see you, but or hear you. You'll hear us. Yep. That's how these Thanks things work. Bye. Bye. I like a